Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Max. And I'm Skylar. Recently, we decided to start watching Bob's Burgers to see what it was all about. And it didn't take us long to become completely obsessed with the show. But one of the things we love the most about the show is the brilliant end credit sequences. Which is why we created this podcast. Each week, we're going episode by episode to talk about the elaborate end credits. We're excited to have you join us right here on Bob's Credits. We'll make sure the Bob's Burgers end credits get the credit they're due. All right! Sweet home chip-chip-a-roo, where the skies are so blue. Have you not done this before? I don't think I've done that one. Delightful. Hello, everyone. Chip-chip-a-roo. Chip-chip-a-roo. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New This is our first, like, sitting down and recording in the new year. It's going to be, it's going to feel old by the time this goes up. I already feel like I've lived through a month of the new year. It's only been a few days. I know. I was asking Max last night. I was like, "Is th- was this our first full week or is it our second? It's our second, right? He was like, no, Skylar. <laughs> yeah, December felt like it was like eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And then this week alone has felt like four weeks. I feel older. Yeah. It's been a lot. Wiser. It's been a lot. But yes. we are back. We're back at it. We've got a lot of really fun things planned for Bob's credits and our secret menu on Patreon coming up. We this sure year. do. Just since you mentioned it, be sure y'all turn tune into next week's podcast because we have a huge fun announcement. Not this week's. You're already here. Next week's. But before anything, before we get into anything, we have a new Patreon subscriber to thank, and we have to burger pun their name. Very excited. Thank you so much, Gemma Lee Van Jacob. Moving forward, your new name will be the Gem Macadamia Pecan Steak Up Burger. Woo! It's a nutty steak burger. A, a macadamia crusted filet. Yes. Oh, I like that. Okay. So, All right. Yeah. Thank you so much, Gemma. I know you've already gotten into some of the episodes. We were chatting back and forth on Patreon over there about some of those bonus episodes. But if you're listening and you would like some bonus episodes and all sorts of other fun stuff, including our incredible Discord community that we call Bob's Credit Secret Menu, go subscribe to Patreon. Patreon.com slash Bob's Credits. All right. Are you ready for Skylar Sides? The fun facts before the fun facts. 
Dish it, girl. We need more Zeke in season 13. Yeah, I'm I miss him. him. Yeah, totally yeah. missing Zeke. All right. For Skylar Sides this week, I have a question for you. Would you like to know the origin of how the Belchers got their last name, Belcher? Uh, yeah, okay. I would love to. It's a lot of a lot of good stuff is playing it into this. Because they're related to our dog, who is the burpiest dog I've ever met in my life. Well, it does have to do with burps. Okay. Only one point is that Lauren Bouchard said that there's two reasons. <laughs> one, because of Belch. It's a silly and stupid joke, which we love on Bob's Burgers. So the fact that there's Belch there is one of the reasons they stuck with it. But it's also because they wanted to give Bob some type of ethnicity, or he's Lauren Bouchard said loose ethnicity and ethnic Steve Martin. <laughs> according <laughs> oh, I to, forgot according that. to Teddy. Was that recently? Yeah, that was in the banjo episode. Okay. Well, Teddy got it wrong. Okay. So Lauren Bouchard is French Canadian. So Lauren Bouchard wanted the last name to sound French Canadian as well. So that's how you get Belcher Bouchard, Belcher Bouchard. And there's a burp joke in it. So there you go. French Canadian, fart and burp joke friendly. I also have the very first attempt at naming the Belchers, at giving them their last name. Lauren Bouchard himself hates it. And I quote, he says, the first time I wrote it, oh, this is really stupid. I wrote boy gas. Bad idea. Boy gas? So I don't know. I think it works on two. It's B-O-Y. Yeah. G-A-S. Boy gas. So I hear boy gas. Yeah. But I also hear boy gas. Boy gas. Oh. <laughs> so Bo- I don't boy-gas know. Boy gas is funny. Boy gas. Bob's boy gas. Bob's boy gas. Then Teddy would be close to what his last name is. It's true. Boy gas. That's just, that's what Gene's room smells like, I think. <laughs> And he would admit it. I'm glad they didn't go with that. Uh, Belcher is a great name. I I don't even think of Belch or Burp when I first hear that. I didn't either. I think it's because Belch is such like we don't. Who uses the word Belch? The Brits. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I'm going to start using Belch more. Yeah, it's good. I also think like Belcher. It's it's two syllables. It has a strong consonance. Like Miller. Miller. Max Miller. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a it's a great last name. I like it, but I am going to say Belch a lot more frequently. Every time I burp, great. every time Biscuit burps, every time you burp, it's going to be oh, I belched. Oh, that was a belch. Okay, I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> okay, speaking of burping, let's see how I can really? segue this. Kind of when you eat burgers, sometimes you get a little burpy. Uh, are you? I'm just looking into little... my future for tonight because we're ordering burgers and <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be belching up a storm. Are you ready to play a little Bob pun or Max pun? We're doing I, we're doing burgers this week. I would love to. Okay, your first pun is all in a glaze work burger served with balsamic glaze. Ooh, Max, Bob. Your next pun is, what's my sage again? 
Bob. Max. Oh, oh I thought you were going to get that one for sure. I'm so rusty. Your next pun is the Fresh Prince of Bell Pepper Burger. Bob. Max. You tricked me because you thought I'd be tricked, so I'd pick Bob and then you... You, yes. Max's dad worked on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He sure did. And your final pun is Avatar, the way of watercress. Can I tell you? Get watercress off my effing burger. I don't want you. That's fair. No. I don't. It's like lettuce. We've talked about this before. No, but it's like, it has no place on a burger. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Oh, I'm angry. (laughs) And I feel like Bob would do it. And I don't think it's the right decision. Max. Yes. Oh, you saved yourself there. One. You saved yourself there. Barely. Should we get into this episode? Yeah, of course. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We're here for the episode. We're here for the end credit sequence of this episode. Skylar, can we have the title? And synopsis for season seven, episode 14, please. The episode title is Aquaticism. When Tina's beloved touch and see has to go out of business, the kids help the owner turn the aquarium into a church to avoid taxes. It ends up okay. Judy avoids jail time after all and finds a love connection. Meanwhile, Linda takes Bob to charm school to help him raise his tips. This episode came out on March 26, 2017. It was written by Dan Feibel and directed by Brian Loschiavo. Let's get into it. Yeah. Tell me about it. Your thoughts, your feelings, your... Before I share all my feelings with you, I have to remind everybody of one scene because it's essential for the end credits. So as part of convincing the IRS man that aquaticism is a religion they host a singles mixer at the quote-unquote church teddy is there in a too tight tuxedo too small tuxedo from prom not his not his (laughs) great line (laughs) and he is showing off his dance moves to uh linda yeah the tuscaloosa twister he calls it yep i've thought about this when i woke up this morning i was like what what are my feelings about this? I really enjoyed watching it last night with you. Laughed all the way through it. Love Tina's emotional connection to this place she gets to escape the hard days of teendom. Not my favorite episode. Yeah, I was I was thinking that too. I was thinking like it's kind of forgettable. Like I had completely forgotten about it and I feel like I'm going to forget about it again. <laughs> I didn't forget about it when we pulled up the title. I was like, oh, it's the one at the aquarium. But I, and I hate to repeat ourselves, but it's hard when so much airtime is in a new location that doesn't feel familiar with new characters. That being said, I really loved Judy's love connection and I'm happy for those two. Yeah. I, um, Judy and Roger, the IRS agent, I think part of their charm comes from the the actors that had voiced them. Ooh, tell me. So the voice of Judy is someone who we heard in last the last episode we did, the Grand Mama Pest Hotel. Carrie Kenny Silver, who played Dylan's mom in that episode. Amy, oh. the scrapbooker. She's Judy the the aquarium owner now. Oh. You know her from she's a big like sketch comedy actor, Reno 911. She was on MTV's The State. 
She's in Superstore. Skylar and I, recurring character on Superstore. Skylar and I have said, Oh, she's la- Jerusha? Last episode, yes. Got yeah. it. Roger, on the other hand, is voiced by Ken Marino, who was, we last saw, did a voice. He was Jack Conway in They Serve Horses, Don't They? from season seven, episode four, earlier this season. Oh, wow. He went from a crook to an IRS man. Yeah, to someone who would probably like go after Jack. Yeah. For whatever he was doing. Ken Marino, who was also a big sketch comedy person, who's on the other two. He's the the manager. He's hilarious. He's in Party Down, is which he is coming returning? back out in Party Down. Yeah. Yes. He's the manager on Party Down of the catering company. If y'all haven't watched Party Down already, go watch it because you're going to watch The Return. Yeah. It's only two seasons. The Return? Or no, oh, no. No, the- three seasons, I think, originally. Yeah. It was two or three seasons originally. And now, yeah, it's having a little reboot. And it's really fun because you're going to recognize pretty much every actor in it. But a lot of it is before their kind of star rose. And so um, what's her name that's on Glee? Oh, Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch left the show because she was cast on a little show called Glee. But anyway, go watch that. Continue. Um, and then another connection there is Megan Mullally replaced her on Party Down. You know, yep. Megan Mullally, Aunt Gail, and many other voices on Bob's Burgers. But it's all like it's all these comedy actors coming through. A fun thing about Ken Marino and Carrie Kenny Silver is that I mentioned The State, which was a '90s uh, sketch comedy series on MTV. It was. It was on for like a year, but it was kind of like a big hit, even though it was only on for a year. Like it was the start of a lot of these actors' careers, these comedy actors. I had no idea. They were both on it, but they also were both in the movie Role Models, starring Paul Rudd and Uh Sean William Scott. They played Christopher Mintz Platt's McLovin, Uh his mom and her boyfriend in that movie. Okay, so they've had a love connection before. Yeah. On screen. Yeah. I, I don't know how in love they were. I can't remember. They were kind of assholes to the son, but... <laughs> assholes can be in love, too. Yeah, that's true. And that movie was directed by David Wayne, who we know as the voices of Courtney Wheeler. Oh. And uh, Grover Fishoder. For someone who was just, like, terrified of names, that was just, like, so many names. It yeah. was a spider web of names. I'm just... It's like, the you can go do six degrees of Kevin Bacon with these sketch comedy actors from the nineties and the two thousands with Bob's burgers, voice actors. It's all this just web of talent and humor and people all make appearances and work with each other. And how fun to like reconnect. Yeah. You know, so those are all my like fun facts that I have for the show where all these voice actors related. So yeah, but because these characters were such a major part of this episode, Mm -hmm. I thought we should talk about them. They really were the leads. Like, Um, and I definitely felt chemistry. Like for two characters I've never been introduced to before until now, I felt the chemistry. I was rooting for them. That being said, I might say that the B story is the storyline I prefer. Do you want to talk about that quickly? Yeah, tell me why you'd prefer it. Okay, for a refresh for anyone, Linda easily gets tips from the customers and Bob is like, how do you do that? So Linda decides to take him to charm school and Bob is delightfully awkward. So uncomfortable. I feel this is another moment where I connect with Bob. As Skylar and I have said on the show, we both have been servers and waited tables. I did it for many, many years and I was so uncomfortable. 
and so robotic with a lot of my tables that I really feel for Bob. Were you really robotic? I think when I first started waiting tables, I was like, oh, this is fun. This is new. This is uh-huh. like a, a temporary job. I'll make some money. And then when it became something that I was kind of like doing for a living and it was kind of a little soul sucking to me, mm-hmm. I was very robotic and tired of like making small talk and the same jokes Whew. and hearing the same jokes from customers and s- repeating the same things. Okay, and- say your top two most hated jokes. I hate when the plate is empty and the person <laughs> says, I don't like that at all. I hate it. And everyone makes that joke. Yeah. And you have to like laugh. Like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, so original, so original. It's usually a dad. Um, <laughs> it's a very common dad joke. Uh, I hope I never make it myself, but who knows? It's a very I feel awkward, like I uncomfortable thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I'm not someone that people flirt with a lot, but I did have some tables that would flirt and I hated it. Like I remember someone, there was a big table of men and they were like, can you get me another beer, sweetheart? And I was like, no, like, ooh!" And he like touched my hip. Oh, that's not cool. Speaking of. Touching. Bob cannot pull off the um, touch and hun that Linda does. Yeah. How's your burger, hun? Yeah. Linda's <laughs> Linda's got that nailed. Um, Bob needs to go to the touch tank in the aquarium and practice being a little more delicate, I think. Yes. That being said, if it was Linda or Bob, oh, touch away. D- yes. Move in with me. Yeah. Move touch, into this uh, booth. I'll, I'll be the touch tank. Touch away, guys. <laughs> I am I'm your touch, touch tank, tank, Linda and Bob. Have at it. <laughs> Um, that got a little uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So Bob and Linda have had at you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Like, I do think it's like, I do like these, these characters that it focuses on the, the main storyline, but I don't like, it's like we've said before, it's really hard for me to attach to Mm -hmm. these two new characters. And it happens. I mean, Bob is really good at it, but sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah, and like not every episode is going to be your favorite episode. And I think what's so fun about asking other people what their favorite episode is, is someone, this is someone's favorite episode. Sure, of course. And there's so much personality to why certain people like certain episodes. There are episodes that are in my bottom that literally are people's number one. So it'd be boring if we all had the same feelings about episodes. Or anything. Or anything. Come on. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Can I ask something? Please. Uh, it's not anything like deep or anything. Have you ever been to like a aquarium like this like not like a beautiful like city aquarium that has a lot of funding but kind of like a small one that has like a little tank or two it's, it's a little sad in my heart i feel like yes i feel like there's a lot of them at the end of piers in yes. certain cities yeah i kind of remember one when i was in san francisco um yeah i'm sure there's plenty up there and then I had I was an intern on a natural history museum commercial shoot back in Dallas, Texas. What? Yeah. Okay. What did you do? I was like a production intern. Huh. I, I was like a, I was an intern on a rap video <laughs> in high school. Uh, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Slum Village. What? <laughs> what did you do? I my main. This is this is actually a funny story. My main job was to drive Gary Coleman from different strokes around. Oh, you have told me that. That's it was, amazing. It was so uncomfortable. He was doing all sorts of cameos that he was like, he hated doing the what you talking about Willis line, but it was the only thing he would get oh, like hired for. Yeah. And so he was very like grumpy and stuff. And I can only imagine like you are getting flown in to be in this video and you get picked up by a high school student in his car. <laughs> what was your car? I had a, like a, a Nissan Pathfinder SUV. It wasn't mm-hmm. like an awful car, but it wasn't anything fancy. And <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. He sat in the front seat with me. And really? I tried to make small talk, but it wasn't, it was awful. You're not, I love you. I'm not a small talker. And like you're Bob. not good at you're not good at small talk. I struggle with it, sure. I wish I were worse at small talk. No, you're really good at it. I wish I could be as good at small talk as you are. That's what I'm saying. I'm good at it, but I wish I weren't because it it's so soul sucking and I get myself into conversations I don't want to yeah, be. Yeah, we need to like meet in the middle. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. I a rap video on the Universal Studios backlot. Max also told me that we were just driving around, had Christmas music playing, talking about Lifetime Christmas movies. It was like a couple weeks ago. And Max goes, I almost landed a job at Lifetime in the music department. That's <laughs> like, right. What? I did interview to be in the music department at Lifetime, and I got really close to getting the job. <laughs> You're just... With very little experience. I learned... I get... I learned so much about you all the time. Reroute. Yeah, Sorry. So, yeah, I do feel that the kids weren't the protagonist, even though Louise is, like, firing on all cylinders in this episode as she is great at lying and, you know, great at manipulating. Oh, the last thing I want to say is I 
love that I can't remember how well I, it wasn't a scene, but I can't I don't know how the kids pitch to their parents like can you come to this fake church because we're trying to evade the IRS. It is a singles mixer at this tiny aquarium and they're like, "Sure, hun. Let we'll come and support you." I I love that they're always down to get in on their kids' crazy plans. Yes. With very little question. Yeah. It's really sweet that yeah. they both showed up. I think they wanted to. They had they were they were getting a little uh, flirty flirty. They're enjoying playing a little um ro- doing a little role play. Did you love that moment between the two of them? I loved it. I think it was hilarious. I just love seeing them do stuff like that, the two of them. It makes me really happy when we get to see them not as parents, but like in this relationship as husband and wife and they really do have chemistry. And I just I picture um John Benjamin and uh, John Roberts <laughs> in like the booth together, just yeah, doing the improv and stuff for that scene. That also that scene did feel a little improv. Well, I'm sure to it me. was. Yeah, it was there's really some good. clips somewhere. That was one of all sorts of things they said. Yikes! That was one of the highlights of the episode for me. I agree. Shall we dive into the end credits, or do you have anything else to say about this episode? One thing I do have to say before we get into those end credits and the last moment before it is: Have you ever been stung by a jellyfish? I have not. I have not either. I just, it's so in my brain because of friends, obviously. People like really talk it up. I'm like, is it really that bad? Yeah. I mean, hey, let us know. If I'm sure plenty of people out there have been stung by jellyfish because it feels like you always know someone who has been. Was it awful? How'd you stop it? Did someone pee on you? Did you pee on yourself? Are you Courtney Cox? Did that cast work? in the role? Friends, right? Yeah. Who peed on her, Joey? I Chandler? can't even remember. Well, yeah. Okay. I'm curious. I want to know how much it hurts, what you did to get it to stop, and uh, if you got peed on, More, most importantly. Great. And that seems like a good segue into the end credits, don't you think? Let's do it. There's no pee in the credits. So the last moment before the end credits, we're seeing a little uh, spark between these two new characters. Tina's commenting on it. And uh, the kids are going to have a little discussion amongst themselves. I got to say, Tina, I didn't get what you saw in this place, but I I, kind of get it now. Mm -hmm. I have to pause real quick and say how much I love how Kristen Schaal says, I got it. I was just thinking about what an amazing delivery that was. It's so cute. You guys want to stay for a little while and kind of jellyfish out? I call that one. Oh, wait, that one's dead. I'm going to look at this one. Gene, you want to look at that one? On it! Tuscans! Tuscaloosa Twisted Tuscans! Tuscaloosa Twisted Tuscans! Okay, what happens there after Gene is watching the dead jellyfish? We have the classic kitchen end credit setup with the girls prepping, Bob grilling, scratching his butt, and we hear this music and Teddy's very distinct voice singing... Tuscaloosa Twister. What do we see Teddy doing? Through the service window in the restaurant, we see Teddy in his all baby blue, too tight prom tuxedo, uh, doing all sorts of dance moves. That I Not guess, all sorts. I guess the dance moves that make up the Tuscaloosa Twister. I feel like it's just one very long, chaotic, dangerous move. Yeah. Well, first he like kind of like shimmies in with mm-hmm. his hands to his side mm-hmm. and then yeah he just like windmill yeah windmills his arms all over the place 
Um, whose prom suit do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe his uh, his mom's boyf. <laughs> Skylar and I've been saying boyf a lot. It could. I mean, we know Teddy is a hoarder, so this is maybe he found it discarded in the trash. I think that this goes to my point that Teddy is secretly rich and stashes his money, like doesn't spend any money at all. That is a Patreon episode fan theory. It's up there now it's, if you want to listen to it. Go subscribe if you want to hear me debate it out on why I think Teddy is secretly rich. Patreon.com slash Bob's credits. You got it. So uh, let's go back to this, this baby blue tux. So much, so much. So when he's saying Tusca, he's doing that little like his little elbow dance, and then like a chicken waddle. Yeah, when he does Twister, that's when he goes nuts with the arms flailing. The crew in the kitchen is just doing is just. It's Teddy doing his thing. They're not even paying attention. Linda almost looks like she's just going to go get the burger from the window and go. But then when Teddy says, Linda, look, Linda, look. And Linda has to keep looking at Teddy doing his. It's like it's like watching your child. Yes. You know, when your child goes, like, oh, watch this, watch this, watch this. And they like do, stuff. do something very. They like balance a penny on a chicken nugget. Okay. Wow. Very specific. Is that something you've done? I wanted to bring it to life for y'all. Okay. No, someone dropped pennies by our gate this morning, so. Oh, on a chicken nugget? No, I just, kids remind me of chicken nuggets. Oh, that's, that's probably not very clean either. Kids are not clean. Do you know what freaking show we're watching? Yeah. I don't even want to talk about next week's episode, how unclean I think it is. Yeah. But um, I think Linda's look is a little apathetic. Like, she does not, she does not start dancing with him. She's kind of like... I think this is probably li- much like a child. <laughs> Maybe the like sixth time Teddy has made her watch him do this move. A million and percent. And kind of like, okay, I got it. <laughs> I got it, Teddy. She's coming down from her wine high. She's like, yeah, got it. So let's finish these up. Uh, Linda's moved out of the window. Teddy's still doing his dances. She and and there's a lot of cha cha chas going. Yeah, yeah kind of like a cha cha song no 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 like he verbally says cha 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 got it okay so he just keeps doing his tuscaloosa his tuscaloosa twister dance moves gene makes his appearance as he normally does coming from the right side of the screen in his burger costume just walking across I do have to say the Tuscaloosa Twister looks like good cardio. It certainly does. This reminds me of when I haven't moved enough. I've just like been sitting on the couch working all day. Oh, yeah. You do do the Tuscaloosa Twister And it's much. like six o'clock and I'm like a child who has had a ton of sugar and I can't stand still. Yeah. And then you ask if I'm going to when I'm going to come to your cardio dance party. <laughs> That you apparently have. And I have this like weird running joke that I pretend I teach a cardio dance party workout at 5 a.m. So in the mornings, I'll be like, you missed my cardio dance party. It's like I was sleeping. When are you going to come to it? Sorry, I was sleeping. (laughs) 
Okay, highlights, lowlights for these end credits. Something that you can only truly understand if you've been listening to this podcast or gone through these end credits as we have is truly understanding how special it is when Teddy is the forefront mm-hmm. of an end credit scene. It really is very special. Yeah, he's it's just his his voice is so good. By the way, we forgot to mention that that there was one old man when Bob was trying to charm um so like liver spots who it was very clearly Larry Murphy. Yes. Cuz it sounded just like Teddy, the old man. Um, 100%. But very special voice. Teddy can sing anything and it makes it enjoyable. Another highlight that's not specific to the end credits, just to Teddy, is I love that he still has his beanie on with this small tuxedo. I do, too. It's a good match. And um, another highlight for me is that Linda reacts when he's, like, calling out to her. Because sometimes Linda just goes and gets the burger and doesn't, you know, yes. r- interact with whatever's going on behind her. So yeah. it's funny to kind of, like, watch her go, like, what? What? Okay. I'm getting the burger. Yes. Oh, one more thing. Uh-huh. I would say I love when I'm like, when they take a really small detail and it becomes the whole end credit se- sequence. I really, really enjoy that. Yeah, I do too. Which happened here. Okay, yeah. so is that going to influence your scoring here? Yeah, all of it is. Okay. Yeah, of course. Well, That's how scoring it? works. Yeah. We score on a scale of one to 10 H's at the end of Tina's uh. uh- I feel like the episode is shading my scoring, but I think they do kind of live together. Sure. Um, is seven just way too low for this? What do you think? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. I think I'm going to go lower than that. Okay, then seven. Yeah, I'm going to give it six H's. I, as much as I like, I love Teddy, and I love. we've just seen such phenomenal end credits, and this is just kind of like, it's fun. Yeah. It, it's fun. I enjoy them. I have no complaints, really. I'm, but it's not like a upper tier yeah. end credit sequence. Teddy's also, I was talking on our Patreon episode the other day, how Teddy, I was totally ambivalent to Teddy when we first started to watch the show. He is truly one of my absolute favorite characters now. That being said, he's a little annoying in this. Yeah. In these happen- I mean, that happens with some of the most beloved characters. Yeah, and, you know? and it is part of his character. Yeah. But there's some end credits, like the one where he sings, what's that, Hammer? He sings that classic song. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't even think of it off the top of my head right now, but... Where it's endearing Teddy. Is it Fiona Apples? No, I, I don't know. I Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Teddy, I was not a fan of also at initially, and, but obviously he's become one of the best characters he is. It's always, whenever he's in a scene, I'm a fan. I love having him. Always top-tier character. Again, if you want to hear us talk all about Teddy, we do talk quite a bit about him in that uh, fan theory about him being secretly rich over on Patreon. But those are the end credits to Aquaticism. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go follow us on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Uh, Bob's credits all across the board. What else before we get out? Oh, you know what? We haven't said this for a while, but we've been getting some really, really lovely sweet reviews on apple podcasts Mm -hmm. and they warm our hearts and it just it just means the world to us that you are enjoying the show and that you take the time 
Um, it's not that much time, but you, you take the time. <laughs> you do take the, well, I want people who feel like they have to go, you know, yeah, do a whole thing. It's, you don't have to take that much time, but it means the world to us to see those reviews. So thank really you so helps. much. And if you'd be willing to leave a review, if you've been listening for a while and you really are enjoying the podcast, it helps us out. And it's a simple thing to do. And uh, just a little reminder, be sure and tune into next week's episode. We have a big, exciting announcement. Um, and with that, I'm going to say stay Tuscaloosa twisty. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Cha-cha-cha. Max, watch. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.